Hey sis, welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. Are you a working, high-achieving professional woman, constantly working extra shifts to keep your finances in order? Have you found yourself being overwhelmed, exhausted, constantly worrying about your financial future? Are you always starting and stopping projects, delayed in completing tasks, or postponing things you need to accomplish in your life because you believe you're not financially fit enough to enjoy your life? Do you secretly believe in order to have a healthy financial future, you have to keep hustling and neglect yourself in the process? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is just for you. I am your host, Dr. Temi, a board-certified emergency physician, wife, and mom of two. I'm also your power coach. This podcast will transform the way you've approached your mindset about money so that you can have a renewed, refreshed, and re-energized life so that you can practice medicine on your own terms and also monetize your purpose. All right, well, let's get into it. Hey, Facebook, I'm going live today, going live today from my car, okay, not in the office, but I just want to say happy, happy Thanksgiving to everyone, Um, and I just had a few reflections this morning, there was a few things that I was thinking about, Um, I did work last, yesterday, um, and it was busy, it was busy, I I was expecting it to die down a little bit before Thanksgiving. Like I was thinking like, hey, people are going out of town, going to be with loved ones. And it was busy. Anyway, so this is, I think this is day nine of the embarrassment challenge. And I'm coming on here to say another thing or another thing that had made me embarrassed um, as a, on this journey of physician entrepreneurship. And one of the things that was that has been embarrassing for me is that um, a lot of my messaging has been around my career burnout and also talking about how, you know, it's time for physicians to rise up and quit their toxic, oppressive jobs, right? And, you know, I know a lot of the things that come up with that is how you expect me to quit when I got bills to pay, like, are you being irresponsible? Right. So part of me felt like, you know, I'm saying this, but am I like being irresponsible and saying it? And I thought about it again. And that was just basically my inner critic that was saying that. I think my inner critic obviously feels like, you know, well, you don't know everyone's circumstances. There's different things that people need. They There's different reasons why they choose to stay at work, right? They may have a loved one that they're taking care of. They might have a sick parent, right? They're the sandwich generation. They're mid-career. So they have young ones in daycare where they have to pay for that. They have to pay for nanny care. 
they have to pay for, you know, elder care. So they're sandwiched in between, right? And a lot of us who are first generation, um, you know, first generation still inundated with maybe some student loan burden, um, you know, you maybe did the lifestyle creep um, after residency, right? And so there's a lot of things that you have to do and you have to take care of, right? So I understand if you see my post or you hear some of the things that I say and then you're like, girl, did she lose her mind? Like she's expecting me to quit my job without anything lined up, without anything. Look, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying if you're, if you want to go that route, if you want to go that route, then I want to make sure that you're supported when, if you decide to go that route. If you're like, hey, I want to reduce my clinical hours so that I can just be feel free, so that I could be myself, so I can recognize myself, so that I can do X, Y, Z, then I completely understand. I completely understand. If you're saying that you need that support as you're on that process and as you're on that journey, no one is saying you know, quit and then not have a plan. No, I'm saying have a plan, have a plan, have an, a process, have an exit strategy. It could be in two years. It could be three years. It could be four years. It could be five years. What I want to do is help you put that pen to paper as opposed to it just being up in the atmosphere and there's really no plan as to how to do that, right? Like, and so the other thing that, was embarrassing for me was that if I'm saying that to other individuals, right, there's an expectation that I have quit. No, what I'm saying to you is that I have quit up here, right? So I quit the notion that my self-worth is tied to the hospital. I quit the notion that the only way that I can make money in this life is through clinical medicine. I quit the notion that it's my responsibility to make patients satisfied in a system that does nece- that does not necessarily have all the things and tools in place in order for me to do that, right? Like if someone's waiting in the ED for 10, 15 hours, no matter what I say, they're gonna be pissed off, right? They're going to be upset because they've been waiting, they've been cold, hungry, tired, uh, they didn't get the workup they thought they were going to get, right? All the th- all the promises, maybe their PCP that sent them to the ED for, like said, oh, you're going to go and they are going to do all these things. And then when you, <laughs> you see me and I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, like that's not an ER workup. So those things is what I'm saying that I quit, right? So I quit that sense that it is my duty solely to make everyone else satisfied, right? Like we always talk about patient satisfaction, but like, what about physician satisfaction? Like physician satisfaction and healthcare worker satisfaction is also a priority. It's also a priority, right? They say you can't pour from an empty cup. You literally cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you have healthcare workers that are hanging on their last leg, (laughs) right? They're hanging on their last leg, and then now you expect that they're going to be the best, you know, source of light for the patient. Like, that's actually impossible. 
So what I want to do is help you pour back into yourself, right? Help you get connected to that inner child, like all the things that you loved and you wished and some of the reasons why you went into medicine in the first place, like just bring that back up, right? Like I don't want it to be that your spirit has completely died, you know, especially being in the mid-career, right? Like you have young kids at home that you're taking care of. You have a spouse, you have a significant other, whatever the case, like there's so many things that are pulling at you that you sometimes just literally forget to fill your cup back up again. So what I want to do is support you in that process, right? And a lot of the times the reason why people, especially mid-career physicians feel like they're stuck, quote unquote, is because they're like, okay, I got these bills to take care of, right? I got to be able to sustain my livelihood. I've got to be able to do X, Y, and Z, right? And so what I want to do is help you break that notion and help you see that you literally can create income outside of medicine, right? You can at least create five figures outside of medicine in whatever God-given talent that you have. Whatever God-given talent that you have that you've literally put on the back burner because you spent all your 20s and 30s chasing medicine and chasing the title of being a doctor and chasing the accolades and the awards and all of those things, I wanted you to be able to tap back into that person and be comfortable knowing that like the money, the money isn't the problem, right? Because money is always there. Money is always there as a tool. Money is always there to be used. So what I want you to do is be able to like, fend, like really, you know, speak up for yourself, like speak up for yourself and understand that. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to feel like, you know, I'm I'm just here because of the benefits and then just because of all these things and I'll save my way to retirement. I think that's another thing that's a limiting belief is that people feel like they can just completely save their way through retirement. And I think some of the previous videos that I have done, I literally showed how if you were to completely max out your 401k every year it would literally take almost 30 years depending on how much you're looking to save almost 30 years to get to whatever number is comfortable for you right let's say it's like i don't know 2.5 million whatever surprising fact is that majority of physicians for whatever reason don't even get up to that number and that's because they spent a lot of that, you know, especially during the, um, you know, peak of their career, they spent a lot of money paying off debt, paying off student loans and paying for just their basic living that they forget to invest and they forget to allocate funds appropriately so that it can actually start working for them. But yeah, so that's the reason why I came on today was because I just wanted to like validate and have you understand my perspective and like literally say to you, like, this is no fluff. Like I'm not saying to you, Hey, just go ahead, jump out there, you know, and not (laughs) have a plan as to like how you're going to like pay your bills. No, 
what I'm saying is start having an active plan. Start quitting mentally from all these different ideas and notions that the only way that you could truly make money is just being stuck in clinical medicine. What I want you to do is understand your, like have awareness of your money mindset, some of your money habits, some of your patterns. What's some of the symptoms that you may have, right? Like, are you someone who feels like you hold on to money? Are you someone who avoids your money? Do you spend excessively to make yourself feel good? Like, what are some of the things that hold you back in terms of money and then see how that impacts your behaviors right and the habits and then the decisions that you make and then see how it creates the results that you currently have in terms of you know not doing the things that you you want to do okay i had a conversation with a colleague who I knew was in community emergency medicine and then had decided to go into academics because I sometimes work at an academic institution um, a couple of times a month. And so I get very curious at times and I said, you know, it looks like I know for the last few years you've been here at this academic institution, but I know you for like at least six or seven years you were out in the community now that you're on the academic side are you satisfied i just asked the question i was like are you satisfied and i think that question just kind of stopped them in their tracks and they had to think and they looked at me like well you know who's this crazy lady <laughs> like who what is happening with this crazy lady and um i was just like i was just curious i was like are you are you satisfied now that you're not um, chasing RVU and like, you know, having to see like 35 patients um, in a 10 hour period or a nine hour period. And he's like, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. Okay, that's it. Yeah, just okay. So the answer was very short. Um, and I was like, okay, huh. And then now ask me, well, why did you ask me that? And I was like, no, I'm just curious. I'm just trying to see if you feel like it's any better. The main thing that um, this person said was that, I mean, it's okay for the benefits and it's okay because, you know, it's better than um, being in the community in a sense. But ultimately what I could see and what I could tell was that spark was gone. That that flame was gone. Um, the passion was gone. It was no longer there. And I wonder how many of us are operating like that still, where we've completely lost our sense of passion and purpose, right? And a lot of the time, it's because of the way we think about money and how we limit ourselves and we almost sabotage ourselves and the potential and what is out there, okay? And what I want you to know is that it does not have to stay like that. Like, you literally can get 
the changes that you want to change, like in your life, like you literally can do that. It's all about your belief system. It's all about the thoughts that are coming in. And I can help you change that. I can help you. I can help you see a different way. I can help you see money in a different way. I have been there. I know exactly what your symptoms are, what the issues are, and I know how to help you overcome that, right? And so I want to offer you a spot in the Money Mindset Academy where we literally walk through how to start setting up for your exit strategy from medicine, right? We use some mindset strategies and tools to overcome some of the limiting beliefs. After that, we go through all of your numbers, all of your data. Let's see, is it possible for me? What can I do? How can I think about this? How can I plan for it, right? Um, how much do I need in savings? How much do I need to spend? What buckets am I allocating for different uh, things for my money, right? Those are, those are what, we, well, those are what we, we discuss, right? What are some wealth building strategies, right? What can we do? to you what can where can we put our money to allow it to grow for us right and then the execution now a lot of the times we have these plans we have all the wonderful ideas we want to do some things and life gets in the way thoughts get in the way self-sabotage comes in the way guilt shame trauma all that comes in the way i help you execute i help you take the action steps through the process to get you to the other side. Then we repeat the process over and over and over until you're making at least five figures in income outside of clinical medicine, okay? So if you're needing help, I strongly, strongly advise you to send me a DM. We can start booking your discovery call and afterwards, your sales call, so we can now get you set up and ready. And we don't have to wait till 2024. Like, you can get started now. There's nothing different about the new year. There's nothing different about the new year. It's actually better for you to get a head start and get started now. Okay? So, matter of fact, I'm going to leave my link at the end of this video so that you can go ahead and book your call. All right. Well, have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. And I look forward to hearing from you. All right. Take care.